Okay, so we are on uh, Nun Aleph Amun Beis. We are like four lines from the two dots. Ibais Ema Rabbi Meir, Ibais Ema Rabbi Huda. It's probably like 12 lines down from the top of the page. Um, the Gemara had asked the question who the author of our Mishnah was, right? And one opinion possibly was that Rabbi Meir was the... Was the is actually... The Gemara is pretty adamant that the Reisha was Rabbi Meir and the Sefer is Rabbi Yehuda, right? That the Reisha talking about that if you don't write the amount in the Ksuba, you have to pay it anyways, right? That's Rabbi Meir because you absolutely cannot uh, reduce the amount of the Ksuba. Uh, but the Sefer, which says that um, if you don't write um, Achrayis, Right, there, there is still a chrayis there, right? Um, it doesn't make a difference. It still has to pay. Um, that's for sure Rabbi Yehuda, because Yehuda is the one who holds that chrayis is tosofiher, right? If you don't have the idea of um, the collateral of your, of your karka, of your land being as part of the conversation, it just has to be a mistake because I, obviously everyone thinks that there is. So, um, so... Um, fine. So, the, so we said that, that the rich has got to be Rabbi Meir, Seifa, Rabbi Huda. And we said, and if you want to say that maybe Rabbi Meir makes a distinction, and maybe maybe the whole thing is Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Meir, uh, you know, what about Rabbi Meir's very strong feelings about Achrayas? That you know, Achrayas, you know, uh, um, uh, sorry. If you want to say that Rabbi Meir makes a distinction between um, get right and and, and any, any other star. So we know that's not true because we have a brisa which 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 talks about the five different people or five different scenarios where a person can collect only from the nechasim bnei chorin and he cannot collect from um, from the nechasim you know, and that so two of the examples were forget for forget and for sorry get that doesn't uh, any star get chov right? any star doesn't that doesn't have a, that doesn't have a chrayas and exubus isha doesn't have a chrayas then in both of those cases. Uh, you cannot collect from the Nechasim Shibadim. Why? Because presumably, like Rabbi Meir holds that, you know, Achrayas um, is not a, is not a tough sofa, right? Not like Rabbi Huda. So, to make a distinction between you know a get and a star is not something that sounds like it's a possibility. So we're still stuck with this assumption that the Reisha is Rabbi Meir and the Seif is Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara now, you know, uh, you know. Um, Tries to resolve that issue by saying the following: Right? It is possible right, that, I could, that I could explain to you that um, that that um, that this mission that this mission we just quoted is Rabbi Meir. Maybe I could say it's Rabbi Huda, and the Gemara wants to explain what's the possibility. So, Ibais Emer, Ibais Emer, Hasam kasvalei his kabalti, hachalo kasvalei his kabalti. So what could I say? One distinction is that Rabbi Yehuda could say that in one scenario, I actually wrote in the ksuba, right? She, or she wrote in the ksuba that I, you know, I already got it, right? The situation of, of we mentioned earlier of her being mochel, right? He says, I, you know, I'm going to give you 200, and she writes back, a, a, you know, a, a star back that says, I already got 100, right? And she's being mochel. So if you say in that case, you know, a scenario where she where she did that, it's like a Rashi, Hachalokasvali Hiskabati. Rashi says it's like a 
on the you know uh, like ten lines down from where on the Gemara. Rashi's Vashmiinan Masnisin the Afa Pisha Lokas of Laksuba, right? And the the implication of that which the mission is teaching us that even though he didn't write right Aksuba Lo Amrinan Machlolo, right? Machalola. We don't say that the fact that she didn't write it, right? Is I mean, what would the distinction be? The distinction would be in, in, in our Mishnah, right? Where he doesn't write the Ksuba, he doesn't write her Ksuba at all. We don't say, oh, she was probably Mohal on the on the two hundred. We don't say that, right? Ella Amrina on Samachal right? Rather, we say she's relying on the Kansbezin. Shakol Yodin Shanose Isha Yesh Laksuba, right? And that's the reason in our case that. We say that if he doesn't write a doesn't write a star, doesn't write a star, he has to pay it anyways. But if there was a scenario where it was explicit, and right, maybe even Rehuda would agree that in a scenario, you know, where, where it was explicitly written, so that's where he says, you know, um, that's where he says she can be she can be mochel. But he would, but even maybe Huda would agree that in a situation where she doesn't write it explicitly, that she that uh, that we that that in that case, okay, we won't we won't we, we won't say uh, she's mochel, okay. An Ebias Amy, Rabbi Mayor, or you can say that Rabbi Mayor, we could, we could fit everything into Rabbi Mayor. Again, in each case, you have to like flip around why, son, that why the other person would be more than the other case. So, Ebias Amy, Rabbi Mayor, my chayab de katani mina michurarin. Right? So, Rabbi Mayor, you could say, no, our Mishnah really is Rabbi Mayor. Oh, totally. Why? And what would you say? You'd say, Rabbi Mayor says you're chayab, right? meaning what? He said, we said that a person who, uh, um, the person who, doesn't write a, doesn't write a ksuba is chayiv. What could you say? They're chayiv mina michurarin. I mean, just, you're just say, saying. Sorry, it's the case of achrayas. The case of achrayas where the where the where the mission said you didn't write achrayas, you still have to pay. What do you mean you still have to pay? Remir, remir, read it as you still have to pay, but not from the chasm the chasm shabbatim, just from michurarin. It's, it's not a simple shot of the mishnah. But if you say that, then again, then the ratio in the sefer line up for very mayor. So the point is, the gemara is kind of stuck. Because the, the ratio seems to be so clearly that she did Rabbi Meir and the Sefer so clearly that she did Rabbi Yudah. But if you want, the Gemara says, I could, I could read it both ways. I could find a way to read the Mishnah all like Rabbi Yudah, and I could find a way to read the Mishnah all like Rabbi Meir. Fine. But the bottom line is, um, uh, well, there's the, no bottom line. Right? There's two different ways to read it, and that's kind of where we are. Okay, fine. Um, fine. So the Mishnah, the, the Mishnah then said, Lo Kosovo, right? What if he doesn't write anything about, explicitly about, um, going ahead and being willing to be poda his wife, right? To go ahead and and um, redeem her if she's taken captive, right? That even though he doesn't say it, nevertheless he has a responsibility to do so. So the so says the Gemara's house. Amar Avua the Shmuel. And so the Gemara's going to get now into the question in general of a woman who's Nensa or she's or she's uh, taken captive, etc. What the status is going to be? So Amar Avua the Shmuel. Asia Yisrael Shenensa, a Jewish woman. Who's a who's the the wife of Israel, not of a Kohen, and she is uh, forcibly forcibly raped. So what happens? So asur la asur la says in that situ- even in that situation she's forbidden to her husband. Why? We're nervous that maybe yeah maybe the beginning was ba'ones. The beginning she was being forced, but at the end she was actually uh, you know interested in what was happening. And in which case, as long as at some point she's beratzon, so now all of a sudden the whole thing is no longer ba'ones. And uh, it's not entirely bonus, and therefore she becomes forbidden to her husband. So Eisve Rav Lavu the Shmuel. So Rav brings a contradiction against the Shmuel, and he says as follows: As follows, Im Tishtabai Afrakinech Vosvinech Lili Insu. Yeah, but our Mishnah says clearly that what what's the language that you want him to write in the in the Ksuba? It is that if she is taken captive, 
I'll take, I'll take you out and I will bring you back to be my wife again. Right? So the, the, the simple shot just in our Mishnah is that uh, a, a man who's going to go ahead and redeem his wife from captivity, the assumption is he can take her back to be his wife. That's what he's planning to do. So how can you tell me this, you know, Stama case of, of Ones is, uh, is assumed that she's forbidden to him. So Ishtik, so he was quiet. He didn't respond right away. So Kari Rav, so then when, because of Vodashmul didn't respond, Rav said the following about Vodashmul. Sarim Atsru Bimilim Vekaf Yasimu Lefihim. Right, that, that, that ministers are, you know, stop your words and they uh, put their mouth, hand over their mouth. Meaning he had what to say back and he like, or he, I mean, he should have had something to say back and he didn't. He decided to stay quiet when really he should have responded. So my Isla Lamimar says, well, okay, so what was he supposed to say? I mean, what is Rav like, uh, you know, a little bit like, you know, say, saying to Rosh Hashanah, why didn't he respond to me? What, what, what should he have said? So Bishvuya Hikilu, what he should have said was, no, I'll tell you the difference. Regular, there's, there's regular cases of Ones and this case in the Shvuya, right? So Ones is, I know that there was an act there, there, was, there, there but, but we say that it was against her will. Shvuya is already more makel. We don't even know necessarily what happened, right? And, there should, and, and therefore, maybe, maybe we're more, uh, more makel. Rashi says, with Shvuya Hikilo, um, also again, still like 10, 11 lines down on the left side, but below where we are, the Shvuya Hikilo says, Rashi, Shlori Nuha Shenivala, right? We don't actually see that anything happened. Vichika Amar Ihu Benivala, right? And what's the case you're talking about? The case they're talking about is the case where she already, we know that there was Tashmish. So meaning, so the point is, you're questioning Ravuda Shmuel based on our Mishnah is not a good attack, right? Because our Mishnah talks about a case of Shuya. Yeah, when it's just a stamina case of Shuya, you don't, know, you don't know that there was any physical uh, act at all that took place. So that's two steps removed. It's an, you know, an extra step removed to assume that, A, that there was an act, and if it was, it was Sofa Baratzon, as opposed to Avur Shmuel's statement, which was simply, if there's a case of Ones, which is, we know there was an act, do we assume it was, it was we have one Sofa, which is maybe there was Sofa Baratzon. So he's saying, that's where I was Machmir, maybe the case of Shuya, uh, is 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 more makel, okay? Ula Shmuel the Uavuah the Shmuel honest is Shaya Rachmana Hechi Mishkacha. So okay, fine, that's fine. But then you're telling me that Uavuah Shmuel is typically you know was was machmer of the case of regular case of honest. Is there any but what what case of honest that the Torah itself talks about? What would you say the case was? Right? I mean, because the Torah itself tells us that if it's honest, she's she's betaras her husband. So how does Uavuah Shmuel coming coming along and saying that we're machmer? Why should we be machmer? What, what was the Torah itself talking about? So the answer is the Gemara, Mishkach, Hasalak, and Gon, the Ka'amre Edim, Shitzavcha, Mitchila, Vatsov. So I'll say, no, I'll tell you the case. The case is that the, there are witnesses who say that she was screaming the whole time. She was right, refusing the entire time. And that's how we can be Mekah, which would be a very, very difficult scenario to be able to ever prove. Right? The, 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 the assumption of Shema, you know, Maybe she was Ba'onas, maybe she was Rus in the end, and the only way to prove it that she wasn't is with, is with Adim. That puts the burden of proof, you know, extraordinarily high burden of proof on, on her to prove that she was, you know, Mamish Onus the, the whole time. But that's what he would say. He would say that's the, that's the case that Torah is talking about. Upligi the Rava, and that argues with Rava, the Amar Rava, because Rava says, Koshat Chilasa Ba'onas, Besof Beratzon, Afilu Hiomeris, Hinichilo, Shiomale, Right? So this is definitely different than Rava. Rava has the opposite extreme. Right? Rava's extreme is if it's beginning by Ones 
and is sofa beratzon, even if she says, right, leave him alone. If if you know if you know, I, I would have literally means even if if he never would have come to me, I would have hired him to come to me. Meaning she, she's so explicit that she's interested in him, right? It's obviously giving an ex- extreme example, right? But that she, it's so extreme the way that she talks about it it, would, it began bonus but at the end she's so interested in him nevertheless we're mako and we say that's considered bonus why and why is that my time we say that it's not her fault that by the end that she gets caught up in it right he forces her and he ends up you know literally you know her uh, her yetzer you know it gets dressed on her literally it covers her up but and, but uh, but the point being that Rav is opposite extreme. Is as long as it began by Ones, we don't care what happened afterwards. Right? As long as it began by Ones, it, it, she's, she's permitted back to her house. Okay, fine. So Tanaka uh, the Rava, and we have a Bryce that seems to support Rava. Again, the, the assumption that as long as it's Tchilas of Ones, we assume she's permitted to her husband. Because uh, the Bryce says as follows. Vihi lo nitpasa, right? The Pasuk says in the, uh, you know, when, when talking about the case of rape, so, or, or the, the, the Torah Distinguishes between two cases, right? One is when she's she's uh, attacked and she's forced, and one is when she's not, right? So the Torah says, "Vihi lo basa." She isn't she isn't uh, you know trapped by the guy asura. She's forbidden to her husband, right? Ha basa. And what's the implication that if she was was grabbed and forced, muteris, right? Without any other caveat, as long as she was nitpasa, that was the case. The case where she was grabbed and forced by this guy, she's permitted. Right? And, I'll, and I'll tell you, there's another case, right? That, and Rashi points out because the language is vihi. Vihi is like an extra, extra word in that passage. He didn't need it. Uh, and so what's the, what's the extra case? I'll give you another case of a person who, a woman who wasn't even, you know, forced per se, and she's still permissible. So he makes, makes a drasha that first of all, it says nitpasa, Asura, the implication if she's not Nipasa, she's Muteris. Oh, sorry, Nipasa is Muteris. Lo Nipasa. Uh, sorry, if she's Nipasa, Lo Nipasa, that she's, she's Asura. Implication meaning that if she was Nipasa, she is permissible. And even goes further that the extra word he is there to Darshan that even Tachilas of Onus is Sofa Baratzon. You can ask the Kasha, why does he even need the extra Drasha if, if you started already with the, uh, you know, Nipasa, Lo Nipasa, Asura, Ha Nipasa, Muteris. Um, but nevertheless, that's how he wants to to uh, look at Rashi. Rashi says, "Vihi." It's uh, fourth from the bottom line. From the bottom line, the skinny lines. Vihi mi utahu klomar bistam isha maitelacha. Right, tam haiser taloi below nitpasa ha nitpasa muteresh. And it's not a case. I would say, right, the whole iser is dependent on the fact that the fact that she wasn't she wasn't forced. Right, but if she was forced, she would be permissible. Vihi. So maybe you could argue Rashi's arguing that it's all one drasha, right? Vihi lo nitpasa. It's all here to tell me that you know again, stama case. If she's uh, depends on whether nitpasa or not, not, not nitpasa, and 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 what's the point of telling me that? To tell me because you could might have thought that a situation where she's tchilas ba'onis v'sofiratzon that she'd be forbidden to her husband kamash malan, and that that's not true. Fine. That's that's the Tanya. That is a uh, proof for Rav. So continues the Gemara. Tanya Idach. I have another Brisa. Vihi lo nitpasa. So this is the other way to. This is the other uh, 
way to to read this. All right. So again, same pasuk. Um, if she she was if again if she wasn't um, forced asura, she's forbidden. Hanitbasa mutaras. Right. And if she was uh, the implication, if she was grabbed before, she's permissible. Asura right? And what's the vehi? It's to include another. This is like a, a the the you know the added chiddush that there's another vehi is and there's another another the, the stam case is low. You know if she's low uh, nipasa asura nipasa muteris, but the vehi comes to include another case where even though she is nipasa, she's still forbidden. That is who? That's the wife of a kohen. So I'm Rabbi Yehuda Mishmuel, Mishum Rabbi Shmuel. Vihi lo nipasa. So Rabbi Shmuel says the name of Rabbi a little bit of a different drasha here. Vihi lo nipasa asura. Right? She again. She is. If she's not uh, forced, she is forbidden. Hanipasa mutaris. But if she was forced, she's permissible. Veishlecha cherish afpisha lo nipasa. Another case of a woman who was not forced and nevertheless she's mutaris. Veizazu veizazu shekidushah kidushay taus. Right. So the example would be a woman who has a kidushin which was a mistake. Right, it was done. It was it was a mistaken kiddushin. Shafilu bena murkavak teifa. Even though she's she's carrying her child on her shoulders, right, the child from this relationship, right. Mima enes veholachasa. She can simply walk away, um, and she and she uh, she still remains permissible for her husband. Why? Because this was a situation of kiddushet But what's, what what do we mean? Let's look at Rashi for a second. So what's the case of Kedusha Taos? So Rashi says Kedusha Taos, the first white line, Al Tanai. Right, so the guy said, Hire me Kedusha you know, I'm an ass dad, I don't know, I'm the president of Morocco. And he's not, right? Or I'm an ass dad, uh, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I'm going to give you, I'm an ass dad, I'm going to pay you $1,000 in a year from now, let's say. And he doesn't do it, right? Kedusha Taos, Al Tanai, Valoni Skyma tonight. It didn't happen, right? So something he's going to do, or that's going to happen, and it doesn't happen. So if she then goes and she's with a, a different man, so what happens? Muteris lo. She remains permissible to go back to the original man. Why? Right? She was never she was never his wife. Ella Panuya She was just she was just the Panuya. Right? So um, so what she did was wrong going to the other guy because she was not married to the other guy to the other guy either. But she is not forbidden to the original man because she never was Mikudashis to the original man. And therefore, even if she goes ahead and she has a child from the second man, she can go back to the first man because the child was, had, was, was out of wedlock, but it wasn't you know, out of an act of adultery. And therefore, she's allowed to go back. And so, so this rush is that Vihi is coming to include uh, a woman who had a Kedusha Tos, and she can go back to the original man who she was, quote, married to, because why? She would never really marry him. So Amr of Yehuda, Hane Nashe Denigvu Deganvu Ganvai Sharia Nagovrayu. So the so Yehuda says women who were um, who were stolen by you know taken by these by by uh, Ganavim. So what happens? Rashi says Hane Nashe Deganvu Ganvai Shalistim Gonvin Mitachas Balehen. Right. So these are the the guy is a thief and he kidnaps a person's wife. So what happens in that case? So Haninashi the Ganvu Ganvai Sharyan the Govrayu. They are permitted permitted to go back to their husbands. Rashi says Sharyan the Govrayu the Fishba Onas Haim Bainalan because it's whole things Onas. So they're permitted to go back to their husbands because it is all done by Onas. So Amrle Rabban on the Rav Yehuda. So Rabban said back to Rav Yehuda. Vaha Ka Mamtian Lehunama. But wait a second. They said, but if you go see what's happening there, they uh, you know when she's in his house, she's baking him bread, right? So what's the kasha? What's like the assumption? 
Sounds like she's uh, okay there. You know, she's like helping him out. She's serving him. To answer the Gemara, Machmasir, what are you talking about? Of course she is, because she's terrified for her life. So she's being held captive. So she does what he wants, and she serves him bread. But doesn't she also send him his uh, weapons, I think it is, right? Weapons, yeah. When they're, when they're uh, fighting, says Rashi. She becomes like his like, uh, weapons carrier. So again, that's because like she wants it, because she's forced to, right? Uh, but for sure, if she would be uh, let free, and she would go back to him, so then she's then she's forbidden. Then you see that she's there. Then she's there Baratzon, and in that case, she would be forbidden. But otherwise, the fact that she has been taken captive and is there against her will, so I don't care how many things she does that looks like she's interested or she's uh, some way connected to him. She's not. She's doing it because she is being forced. Okay, Tanra Banan, Shvuye Malchus Harehen Kishvuyin, Kishvuyin Gena Kishvuyin Genuvelistos Einan Kishvuyin. So now the Gemara makes the following distinction. So if a, a woman is, is uh, you know, uh, kidnapped by, by a melech, by the, by, the, by the malchus, so she's like a, like shuyin, and she's uh, in, pre- presumably permitted to go back to her husband afterwards. Genuvelistos, but if she's stolen by, by you know, she's taken by uh, some type of bandits, so then enon kishvuyin. She's not treated like a shuyin, like shuyin, presumably meaning she is not permitted to go back to her husband. The Gemara says, Vahatanya epicha, you just told me the opposite. Right? You just told me that, uh, that, that if Ganavim uh, uh, come and they take her, that she's permitted to her husband. So, answer the Gemara, Machas HaMachas Lokasha. No, don't, you know, uh, it's no Kasha from, from um, one Machas to the other. Why? HaMachas Achashverosh, HaMachas Ben Netzer. One is when you're, the, 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 the Machas is Achashverosh, and one is when the Machas is a guy named Ben Netzer. Who's Ben Netzer? So, Machas Achashverosh says Rashi, or someone like him, that is, again, they can go back to their husbands. He's a big king. She knows that she's never going to marry him. He's just taking her. So, she's, uh, so, so it's against her will. But Ben Netzer, Ben Netzer were a certain type of bandits. They would go and like, take over cities, but they were like a small group. They weren't really, uh, they weren't really um, like big, they weren't a kingdom. Right, Malach Alehem, and and Ben Netzer was the Malach over them. Venasa Rosh Listim, and he was like the head of the bandits. Ubedidei Tanan Shuya Machos Einan Kashuya and Vasuros Balein Desavra Minsev Kanasivla Vinivelas Brosan. Presumably, something about this this guy that he wasn't so uh, so famous and such a big deal that if they were to, he was taking her, maybe there was an assumption they would actually end up uh, getting married. And therefore, there was a concern that she really would be Baratzon because they have a chance to sort of like become the, the queen of this guy. And that's why, specifically Ben Netzer, that's why, uh, you know, uh, the women were considered Baratzon in that case. Okay. Um, so, and listen, listos, listos, so, so, machas, machas, no kasha, machas, achashverosh, they would assume it's, it's Baonas, but machas, Ben Netzer, we assume it was Baratzon. Uh, but, uh, but listos alistos lokash, and in one case of listim against the other, also don't ask the kasha. Have ben netzer, have alistos listim b'dama. One is ben netzer, who again is this scenario where he's, you know, uh, sort of like a king, and there's interest in, in being connected to him, and maybe he'll become his queen, as opposed to the listim b'dama, when there isn't there isn't such a uh, such a concern. Um, yeah. Okay. So Gemara says, Ben Netzer, Hasam, Karle Melech, Vahacha, Karle Listim. Ben Netzer, you're calling him both. 
Sometimes he's a king, sometimes he's considered a, a bandit. In Gabi Achashverosh listim who Gabi listim da ama melech. It depends who's with. Right, you the big, big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond. If it's by Achashverosh, he's considered a nobody. But if he's, but he's not a melech, but when it comes to uh, to listim, he's the king of the listim, and that's why we make that distinction. Fine, okay. So we'll stop here. We'll pick up next week.